Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 919 Total Information AM on KMOX with Megan Lynch. I'm Tom Ackerman. Nearly every parent knows what it's like to get a call from the school nurse. Did you ever wonder what their day is like? Registered nurse Paulette Luckett started sharing behind-the-scenes stories on Facebook, tagging them as the School Nurse Chronicles. Then she was encouraged to expand her thoughts into a podcast. I had a chance to talk to her about the funny, the scary, and the mundane parts of being a school nurse. You have a lot of diagnoses. People with IEPs, 504 programs, basically medical things that affect how they learn. So we have those plans in place. And medication is a very big deal. We manage those for everyone because that can impact um, learning if you don't have your medication on time and the way it needs to be given. So that's a huge responsibility. It can be, but that's exactly why we're there. (laughs) Tell me some of the the craziest things that you have ever seen as a school nurse? Oh, my gosh. Um, I had a young lady who stated that she was bleeding, and the way that she presented was it was red marker all over her hand. She said, it won't come off. It won't come off. And I said, well, sweetie, blood washes off with soap and water. Why don't you try soap and water? She tried the soap and water. It didn't come off. I said, this marker, it'll come off with alcohol. I poured the alcohol over her hand. It just starts to bleed and go into the sink. And she had this big surprise look. I said, I've been doing this for a while. This marker, you can go back to class. You deal with some serious things, too. I did not realize some of the things that school nurses dealt with until I started looking through some of the topics on your podcast. And one of those, one of your most recent ones is STDs and STIs. Oh, my goodness. Anything that happens in the community, it happens in the schools. Um, Personally, I'm in a middle school, and so it's happening there. Um, Unfortunately, you're starting to see sexual activity and sexual acts actually in elementary school. Um, It's becoming more frequent. My office is like Switzerland, and I like it that way because we can talk about anything. Everybody is safe. It's a safe space. And I've had kids to share with me what's going on with them. And specifically, that has come up. Um, I had a student last school year and this school year that shared. And it came down to they had taken the antibiotic, but they didn't eat. And they had an upset stomach. And that's how I found out. How do you navigate maybe when a child tells you something and then, you know, your responsibility as a healthcare provider, but also a responsibility as a, as a reporter. So anyone that pretty much works in a school is a mandated reporter. When students come and we start a discussion, I let them know anything that is hurting them or someone else is being hurt. Or I need to tell your parents, I need you to understand that I will have to share. 
there are things I don't have to, but I give them that disclaimer up front so they know that it could go that way. So I'm not hiding anything. When you're working with young people, preteens and teenagers, trust is a really big thing. Um, but they talk, unfortunately, because conversations are not happening at home. They talk to somebody. So I try to leave that open for them to have the discussion with me or point them to the social worker, the counselor, and always directly back to the parent. Have you had to report cases of suspected abuse? Yes, I have. That has to be tough. It's very heartbreaking. A lot of people don't understand that it's not just a job. Your emotions are involved. It could be emotionally and mentally exhausting. And we see some things that if I were to talk about it, you would not believe is happening in children. Just imagine a young person comes in that looks flat, no joy, no smile, and then they show you your arms and you see they've been cutting. That has to be reported. You have to call the parent and a plan has to be put in place. There are times, and I have to be honest, that I cry in my office. I've had cried in my office. I've cried when I've gone home. But that's just being a person and having a heart. That's why it's not for everybody. It almost sounds like you fulfill the role of a counselor in some cases as much as a nurse. We multitask. That's the good thing about our education that we're able to touch a couple different things. But once something passed my scope of knowledge, I pass the baton to that person that's able to take care of things. But a lot of times I am the first point of contact. How much do kids sometimes just come to you because they know it's more of a private space and they're going to get some one-on-one attention? In any school, you have students that attach themselves to certain people in the building and so they, you become their point of contact and you kind of report back how they're doing. I have several kids and they kind of adopt you. I have girls and boys and they come throughout the day, check in. I know what's going on at home, what's going on at school. We do the check in and then they go back to class. What would you want parents to know about your role as a school nurse? It's not just about Band-Aids. We take care of medications. We set up action plans to make sure that they're able to get everything they need. We participate in the IEPs, the individualized education plans, to make sure they are getting the resources they need in their classes as well as in the nurse's office, but also know we're there to help. If there are difficult subjects that you're not able to talk to your young person about, we're here to help. It's better that you talk to them than somebody else or they start Googling. I want to get your perspective on a couple of things. Number one, we recently had new guidance about when kids should stay home when they're sick and when kids should be at school. What are your thoughts on that? The main thing is if you are vomiting, if you have diarrhea, if you have a fever, you need to be at home for 24 hours without the aid of medication. When you medicate before something has passed through, once that medication is out of the system, it will rebound and sometimes gets worse. And so at least be 24 hours without any meds. It's a big deal because stuff spreads so quickly in a school building. What about a little cough or a runny nose? Those are pretty minor. As long as you're not seeing green drainage, you're not seeing a fever. People go to work in school with colds and sinus issues all the time. What about things like, and you did a podcast on this, uh, cooties and itchy scratchies is what you, you called it. I'm assuming that's something that comes up a lot, like rashes and such. Yes, And bugs. (laughs) And bugs. Especially at the beginning of the school year or 
when they come back from breaks, especially long breaks like Christmas break and spring break. I'm sure you're the front line for lice. Yes. It can be a very interesting experience to say, hey, we think we saw a bug. I'm like, a bug where? They jumped on the paper. I'm like, they don't jump. They don't fly. But I'm the first person. Anything that's suspected. Have you ever had parents get upset that you've called and say, you need to come pick this sick kid up? Oh, my God. That is a regular basis, unfortunately. Um, I work with a population where a lot of our parents are not salaried and they work hourly. And for them to leave, it affects their pay. And so when I call, it's like, well, I can't come right now. I'm like, but I need you to. That's why I really am um, careful with the calling. Um, a lot of people think that nurses just call for everything. We really and truly don't. But when they have to be picked up, they have to be picked up. How do you stay well yourself? Oh, my gosh. Well, you have to think about how long I've done this. I've been pretty much exposed to most things, so I have a better immune system. I make sure I take a multivitamin. I get my sleep. If anything's coming through, it's just like, okay, elderberry syrup, something. But the main thing is enough sleep and eating well. That is a really big deal. When you don't sleep well, you don't eat well, your immune system doesn't work well. Rarely, I do not get ill. But again, for years, I've been exposed to everything that goes to the building versus everyone else. So what are some of your next topics for your podcast coming up? Oh, season two. My goodness. Uh, personal hygiene. We're going to discuss fentanyl. Fentanyl's a big one. It's very scary right now. Anytime you have schools, middle schools and high schools with Narcan, you know we have a problem. Um, doing bullying. We'll always discuss bullying. Mental health concerns. We're going to discuss suicide. Talk about school staff, allergies, school lunch, which tends to be a very tough subject in the school, as well as um, social media. That is a major issue. That is Paulette Luckett, host of the School Nurse Chronicles podcast. And I think Tom will have to have her back on. Absolutely. That is very, very good. And I can't wait to hear more of the Nurses Chronicles. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.